This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Hello and welcome to Influencing Insider. I am your host, Elliot Richardson, and joining me today is Lisa Smith. She's the news editor there at kidspot.com.au. I'm bringing her up online at the moment. If this is your first time with Insider, welcome to the show. It's where we interview a journalist every week about how they like to work with PR professionals. So you can ask questions during today's episode. Just drop them in the chat box on the right-hand side of your screen. If you can't stick around for the full 15 minutes, don't worry. You'll get an email a little bit later today with a link to the replay. You can also view all of our previous episodes at influencing.com forward slash insider. Uh, you can start up there, it's all for free. So you just pop the details in there, jump online, and you can view all 100 plus episodes that are already in there. So Lisa should be joining us in a moment. Hi, Lisa, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. No worries. Uh, as I mentioned, you're the news editor there at Kidspot. So can you give us a bit of an idea of what that kind of entails? Yeah, so the morning starts quite early, as you can imagine, 5, 6 a.m. with my staff just jumping on particularly um, all of the breaking news. But on top of all of that, we very much about um, funny viral stories um, or heart, heartbreaking stories is a big one for us. Um, and everything that encompasses parenting, basically, and and news. So what does your schedule look like then? Because um, a lot of the editors we speak to might jump online at 5 or 6, but the day doesn't really start at 5 or 6, but from the sounds of your start, it's quite early. Yes, I, I have a journo that starts early, but I'm always on with her discussing what would be the most important news to get up first thing. So obviously at the moment, William Tyrrell is absolutely massive for us, as it is from every news site across the country. Uh, so it, it is does it can involve 10 William stories a day um, or with Cleo Smith, same thing. Um, so while we're pushing all of that out, uh, we do have scheduled slots on Facebook because we have a very big following on Facebook. Um, but those slots might be moved around depending on what's happening at the time with the breaking news. Because of course, being a news editor, the breaking news is first first and foremost. But then a night editor take, well, doesn't take over, but works with me from two o'clock. And then I usually knock off around six. And then the evening is when we have the more hard hitting, controversial, heartbreaking type features that the parents like to read when the kids are in bed. And so speaking of that, you know, you're obviously, you know, covering a lot of what's happening in the, the regular media, media, so to speak, but you're also covering a lot in parenting. How would you describe what Kidspot covers? Sure. So the kind of stuff we cover is our readers really love those really, as a selling point on Facebook, those really emotive heartbreaking quotes, whether it's from a mother, a father, a child. 
um, without actually, yes, it's clickbait, but it gets them to click, without actually necessarily saying what has happened. Unless, unfortunately with our readers, they're, they're very bulletproof. So um, unfortunately, if we just say a little girl's being diagnosed with cancer, they're not going to click. There's going to have to be some emotive quote where you say, oh, wow, what's happened here? Um, I've been at Kids Block for six years now and it's ever-changing. Things such as women um, being shamed for breastfeeding in public, that used to really upset them, but that's been reported on so much now that they're, they're bored of that and they're moved on. Um, there's a lot of things like that, you know, they used to really love viral hacks. Now they've moved on from that. Um, we used to cover a lot of Kmart stories. Um, unless it's really controversial or really funny, they don't click anymore. Uh, we do a lot of TikTok now um, and we do cover a lot of charities, charity stuff. But the, the thing with charity stories is, once again, we need that unique angle or that unique hook. Um, it can't just be, and I don't, I don't mean this dismissively, um, that somebody is ill or somebody is dying because they just simply won't click. There has to be, and this is what's really hard for me to get across to PR people, I do end up calling them particularly charity people because you don't want to sound um, insincere or dismissive of that particular person's situation. But, you know, I feel like audience these days, audiences these days, they've heard it all, they've seen it all. You you know, you've got to get that that unusual, heartbreaking or dramatic or controversial hook where they just go, wow, and stop. Such as we did a story the other day, a woman wanted to keep her placenta after birth. Um, she had told the staff, she had told her obstetrician, and they threw it out. And then they proceeded to show it to her in the bin and say, do you still want it? Like, that is an awful story, but it is something that they click on. It has to be that extreme because, like I said, they've just become very bulletproof, even though they are parents. So how do you search for those stories then? Because they are a bit kind of outside the regular news cycle. Yeah, well, look, to be honest, this doesn't happen very often, but in terms of that yarn, that was from PR. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I don't know if I've dealt with her much before in the past, but I was just like, whoa, when I saw the subject in the email. Um, so, but that, but then it can, uh, PR could come to me with research or data, which our readers really don't care about and they don't care about experts, but I have to say, look, do we have a real life story that we can sell this off? Because if we run the research, the data, the expert, they're not going to click. But if we have that human face and that human voice saying something that's going to grab their attention, then they will click. Um, so we, where else do we look? We get a lot of our really good exclusives from our readers. We go back over, um, I get my, once my morning journo has got out all those important timely breaking news, she'll, she will trawl back over the posts from the day before and people will be responding to the stories that were posted and be like, whoa, that's amazing, click, contact them. And because they are our readers, nine times out of ten, they do say yes because they're invested in us. That's a very big way for us to find stories. TikTok's honestly become massive. Um, the, the things people share on TikTok is quite shocking. Some of it 
would run into legal issues. We have to blur their faces and things, particularly if they're American. Um, Facebook groups is a big one, but they, once again, they were our bread and butter, the, the mum's Facebook groups. Um, they don't seem to be uh, so much anymore. Um, look, yeah, I think that's that's the main the main way we find find stories. One of the reasons we had you on, um, particularly this time of year, is we're heading into Christmas and then we'll be into school holidays and then back to school. So, are you looking for particular stories around this time of year that would probably you know get get a better run? Yeah, but they would once again have to have an unusual hook. So it wouldn't just be, look, here we've got a Christmas gift guide. or, But definitely heartbreaking. Um, and this sounds really grim to say this, but I'm, I, it's just the truth. You know, stories that do really well for this time of year is I don't think my child's going to make it until Christmas or, you know, that that kind of thing. It, it's all about our parents' worst nightmare, to be honest. Anything that you wouldn't like to envisage as a parent happen to you is what they click on. And once again, if that involves a Christmas charity, great. Let's get a heartbreaking story to help get that charity in there so people click and find out about the charity. Um, that's the type of stuff that they would definitely click on that we would be looking to do. Okay, let's let's go down that a little bit now. So um, alongside charity, how else do you work with, with PR and marketing professionals in what capacity? Uh, how, uh, as in... So in terms of uh, the, the, the type of stories that... So obviously, you know, we've gone over what kind of does well on, on KidSpot, um, but are you reaching out to PRs to, to kind of get stories of PRs coming to you with stories? And then how does that relationship work at, at KidSpot? Most of the time they come to me and if they don't have the hook that we need, which to be honest, mostly they don't because it will be based off data, research experts, I will then go back and explain. And recently with a PR agency, I had a lot of, I think they're quite a big agency and I had a lot of them coming to me all with cancer stories. And I had to go back and say, look, this is the kind of thing we need for them to click because it's, it's not that we don't want to support charities, of course we do, but we're wasting everybody's time if they don't click. Um, so, look, I, I'll go back to them with that. Sometimes it's, it involves me picking up the phone um, just because it's easier. Um, but I'm trying, I'm getting more and more of the PR to realise the kind of stuff that we're, we're looking for. And once, once they're told um, this is what we need, they generally get it. They just don't always necessarily have that hook that we need. So, so when it comes to um, receiving pitches, what to you um, looks like a good pitch? You know, is it, is it a particular structure or is it um, a particular way that they'll address it to you? Because we've had a lot of journalists say, my inbox is so full. Um, to me, you've got to point out that it's, you know, this type of pitch or that type of pitch or you've got an exclusive for me or it's something different. Yeah, exactly. I think that I think the key thing is because we are so time poor is to have that re you you've really got to pitch it to us. Like you know, it's got to you've got to sell it to us. So have in the email subject just mum whatever you know da da da, um, and so then you go huh, rather than it fall into the you bury be buried in your emails and and never click. So think of the email subject as your absolute. Your one shot, basically, because it could end up in the bin or it could end up buried. 
Um, and then when you open the email, don't have it really long. Like don't have it because I just see words and I just go, ah, like keep it really succinct, have some bullet points and just get straight to the point. Don't kind of have that the cell buried in, you know, get, get, get us that human voice right at the top, the mum, the dad, whoever. And you can talk about the research and the stats um, and the data all at the bottom. Um, but, you know, sometimes you'll start reading an email and go, oh, I don't, you know, and you get distracted. So if it's all there at the top, great, happy days. Uh, you also want to look out for, for photos or, or videos, sending those pictures as well? Definitely. And it, strong pics are, are gold because, like I said, most of our following is on Facebook and, and when they're scrolling and they see a dramatic pic or a heartbreaking pic or, or a really cute pic, it really depends, to be honest, um, and videos, yes, like strong videos, definitely. Um, it's all about the cell, the headline, the pick, for, to get them to click, definitely. Are you, are, are you open to PRs following up their pictures? Uh, yes, <laughs> but not incessantly. And can I just say, don't ever pitch on a Friday. You, you like it's 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 the worst thing you can do. We're always pushing out content for the weekend. It'll once again get buried, and it's probably not ideal to pitch on a Monday morning either because you're playing catch up. Um, follow up, but maybe follow up after you know a good couple of days, and just follow up via via email. Don't try to call. It really is Jono's pet hate when they get a call by PR, particularly when they don't know them and you have no idea how they've got your number. <laughs> It's and people do actually save PR in their phone and put PR. I don't do this PR, 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 and just not pick up. So, yeah, I wouldn't be stalking people via phone, it's not it's not appreciated at all. So, if, if there was one thing that uh, PR was to take out of today's episode, what would it be? I think, like I said before, you've got that one shot in the email subject don't bury the lead, don't bury what, what we really want. Have it there so that when we're going through our emails, we immediately want to click want to click, and, and want to get the story out with you guys. And just finally, what's the best email to catch you on? The best email is lisa.smith at news.com.au. I'll pop that into the chat box. Lisa.smith at news.com.au. That's it. Fantastic. Lisa, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll catch you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you very much for joining us on Influencing Insider. That was the news editor from Kidspot, Lisa Smith. If you didn't catch all that episode and you wanted to double-check anything Lisa said, you can catch the replay in your inbox a little bit later this afternoon, or you can go to influencing.com forward slash insider, sign up for free, and you can view all of our 100 plus episodes there. We also have a podcast of the most recent 20, 20 to 30 episodes. You can catch us anywhere you get your podcasts or everywhere. Just search Influencing Insider. We'll be back next week, next Thursday at 2 p.m., so keep an eye on your inboxes for that invitation. Also, in two weeks' time, we're doing a special episode with the uh, New Zealand government, which is all about how Australian media works. If you're from New Zealand, you want to learn a bit more about the Australian media landscape, keep an eye out. We've just sent an invitation earlier today. If you didn't get one, please email me, um, Elliot, E-L-L-I-O-T-T, at mediaconnect.com.au, and I will send you along an invitation to that episode, which will be in two weeks' time. So until next time, I'm Elliot Richardson. Bye for now.